0: Alright listeners, we are back for our Multiverse of Madness Reactions Part 2. Everybody who knows, who's seen the movie, knows that this has been a really big movie. There's a lot to discuss, so we wanted to take the whole multiversal aspect out of our first reactions episode and really focus on it on this one because there's a whole lot of things to dive into, things that we got, things that we didn't get, and what it might mean for the multiverse moving forward because I think if anything was clear after this movie, it's that we have a whole heck of a lot more multiverse waiting for us, so there's a lot of things to dive into. Katie, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, so we'll start with the the multiverse itself since I think that's the most obvious thing to hit.
1: Before we go into that end credit scene, which just as much fits into it all. But I think the way the multiverse was done in this film was a little surprising. And I think this goes back to, and and we mentioned this last episode, where No Way Home left us with the multiverse and where we were now with the multiverse. I think it was a little, it felt disjointed. So I definitely expected a lot more of, you know random people appearing places i definitely thought we'd go through a lot more multiverses which i was a little or not multiverses uh universes within the multiverse yeah (laughs) yeah i was like that doesn't make sense
0: i was a little thrown off that we didn't we really only went to what two i mean there's that that scene yeah but like we didn't spend any significant time in any other universes other than to your point the two or three that were kind of the mainstays location-wise and setting-wise of the film.
1: Yeah, which I definitely, that threw me off quite a bit because I did expect to see a lot more of us jumping through the multiverse. I mean, it is supposed to be multiverse of madness and I didn't really feel the madness of the multiverse. (laughs) I felt it maybe in the visual effects, but I didn't actually feel that we were going through chaos. I didn't feel like, as far as the multiverse aspect, I didn't feel the stakes were there for that versus I felt the stakes were there In no way home, so I think there was just a slight disjointed aspect to it. Where when it came to where the multiverse stood in this film, and I think at the end of the day, now it's leading into we have to get more of it in the next film because we didn't get what we thought we were going to be getting as far as the multiverse in this one.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think you know, and I mentioned this in our previous reactions episode. The thing that bothers me the most about the multiverse in this movie. And I I know we're going to have a whole, I'm sure, section about America because we didn't talk about her in our last reaction. So I definitely want to dive into her more. And this has nothing to do with her because I know we've talked about this, but we both loved her. She she was great. She's not the problem. It's just the fact that narratively, instead of focusing on the multiverse being open in general, she was like a scapegoat Mm -hmm. in the sense that like her powers allowed them to shift through the multiverse. In the way that they should have been able to do based on the events of WandaVision, Loki, and No Way Home. And the fact that we're now coming up on 11 months—we are at 11 months coming up on a year since Loki has premiered. Why is it then, you know, back out six weeks, we're about two months away— from one year what, since the finale, why is it then that one year later we still have not seen the direct results of the finale of that show? I agree, but I will point out,
1: when we were telling people what to watch months ago for in preparation for Multiverse Madness, we had Loki on the list assuming that it would play a role. Marvel's official list of what to watch prior to M.O.M. did not include Loki, and people pointed that out. It did not include watching Loki at all. It was WandaVision, obviously the first Doctor Strange,
0: what if, and that might have been it. (laughs) Well, and that honestly... Looking back, hindsight's 2020, that should have been a red flag right there because Loki should have been must watch. No way home should have been a must watch. Oh, that wasn't, that was, that was, that was the last one. No way home. Oh. Okay. But Loki should have been. And I okay. agree with but never that. Never mind on No way home. But yeah, absolutely. That point still stands that Loki absolutely should have been a must watch because that was part of the secret sauce of the multiverse. But what we didn't get was the multiverse, yes, it's created now, and that was partially in relation to Loki, but at the same time, like, there should have been a lot more about, like, traveling between them because that's what happened in No Way Home and all those things. And, like, clearly at some point that was considered in the script because Wong has that line where he talks about how Strange connected the multiverse is. So, like, At some point, somewhere, in a script, they gave that to Benedict Wong and said, deliver this line because it's important to the film, and then it got cut. So there is an iteration of this film that does have at least something to do with No Way Home. And it just it's frustrating to me that multiversally, and of course in other respects that we touched on last episode, there's no relationship between things like Loki and things like No Way Home to... This movie, when it's supposed to be the the you know really big multiverse epi or er, not episode multiverse movie. Well, and I I think. It's supposed to have been a culminating
1: point to some degree of what we got in phase four so far. And I think that's what a lot of people have started to point out is phase four is very without direction. We are kind of just driving right now on a highway and we're not quite sure where to get off. We're not quite sure where we're actually going. We're just kind of like, oh, this is awesome. There's just a bunch of on-ramps right now. And we're just getting content and getting content, but there's not much of that connection anymore. And we don't know where we're going. And I think a lot of people expected you know, with the multiverse, for it to have answered some of that and connected some things for us, or at least started to make sense of where we're going. And now it might be, which we'll get into that, which was also slightly mentioned last episode, and I couldn't remember the name of it, but we'll get there now. (laughs) But I think without that direction right now, and with that, with this movie not doing the multiverse the way that, you know, multiverse of madness was expected to be done, I definitely think, to your point, America was used really as a, a scapegoat to move through the multiverse, which didn't make much sense to why this was multiverse of madness, if the next film seemingly is going to be more multiverse of madness than this was.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know, I, that the Loki part really bothers me. Like, I understand, and it might just be because timing-wise, like, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of Loki, so I'm, like, very hyper-focused on it right now. But, you know, yes it created the multiverse- because of the death of Kang. So in that sense, we did get the culminating, you know, we got the results from that in this movie because now the multiverse exists in order to travel through it. But at the same time, like, there was so much chaos at the end of Loki relating to the creation of the multiverse and to not see that in any of the other properties or reflected there, I think I really thought we were going to get that in this one. You know, how is... Here's a question for you. How is the TVA not involved? Like, I I don't understand. I'm not going to lie, and I don't know if I was saying it in the last podcast,
1: and I don't think I was. I think I was saying it in discussion with somebody. But I was wondering the same thing because of the whole variant thing. If the TVA is supposed to theoretically exist in pretty much every timeline, technically Wanda just broke all sorts of rules when she went into her other Wanda's body— And decided to be all witchy-witchy in her body when she was just trying to be a mom, which was ironic to the the plot line there. (laughs) But I was like, does that not break so many rules for the TVA? Because her variant is going off of their path. Yeah. So I was like, and now we're traveling throughout multiverses, which was its own thing for me, where I was like, well, clearly if we're having somebody who's not supposed to be there in the wrong multiverse, in the wrong universe... I I would have to think that's a red flag as well. So I don't know. And I do know that the writer of Loki was the writer of MOM. So I'm not sure many people can be that surprised about how this went. Yeah, But I will say he even said, I wish I wasn't as specific in how the multiverse and all of that worked in Loki. He came out and said that. He's like, I wish I hadn't laid down such direct rules for it.
0: And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, but (laughs) we needed the rules because... It was completely lawless. It had no framework whatsoever. I was so happy we got them. My problem with it was we got them in episode one, and then he changed them in episode six. Like, he set down specific rules, but then he changed them. Well, that's I think that's what he means. And then now there's no flexibility, is I think what his
1: argument is now, is that there's no flexibility to work around some of the things with the multiverse
0: because he essentially put a concrete wall around what this what the rules of all of it is which yeah okay but like you also need a framework in order to understand it it can't be completely loosey-goosey or you know no i think that's completely fair but i
1: don't think he knew where exactly all of the works moving forward that related to the multiverse were going to go and i think his point is more so because i made these sort these exact concrete rules which would have worked with just loki Now we have all these other works that don't quite fit into what the rules I put in are. Yeah. I think that was what he was trying to... And I'm like, well, great. Because now it is a very confusing thing. We are traveling throughout the multiverse, which is fine. But to your point, what about the TVA? What about the effects of what happened to Loki? Because they also talked about how... What happened in Loki allowed Doctor Strange's spell and No Way Home to go wrong. So there is an effect there. There was a consequence, but we didn't really address almost any of it in this film, which I think everybody assumed we were going to. Well, yeah. And I think they also almost used Wanda as a scapegoat as well to have a plot. And I think if, if you really think about it, that's no. I mean, obviously I thought she was going to be semi-evil, but not like that. Like that's all it came down to was that she was chasing them Throughout the two universes we actually saw. Yeah.
0: Let's dive into, because I think we've been dancing around it a little bit. Let's dive into America. Mm -hmm. Because she was very cool. Yeah. I thought, and I'm going to, I would butcher her name if I tried it, but I know Benedict Cumberbatch has called her Zochi. So we'll just use her nickname because I don't want to. Horribly butcher her name, but Zochi Gomez was very, very good. yeah, she's only like fifteen. I thought she had a really strong performance. I mean, she's up there with some of the best working actors today and totally held her own. I thought America as a character was very compelling. she brought a lot of heart, so I thought she was really well written. Her powers were awesome, yeah, the way they you know depicted them in the film. I mean, I thought those were amazing. She was very cool. I liked her a lot as a character. The only, I guess, my biggest qualm and we keep harping on this is that I didn't like the way that she was used in the film because it basically gave them a loophole for avoiding <laughs> the thing that we actually wanted to see.
1: Yeah, no, I agree because at the end of the day, she was, her powers are the way they used the multiverse. Yeah, Without her, they wouldn't have been moving throughout it. So I completely agree with, you know, I, I definitely thought going into this film, she'd be utilized in the sake of, help like her powers allowing them to steer through it easier but i did expect a lot more of the chaos of the multiverse being open like i said people appearing things kind of hitting you know that that scene specifically where dr strange is walking out of i guess it would have been the sanctum but i don't remember and it's all the black stuff and all the the buildings are sideways and he's in the incursion yeah And like, that is what I thought was going on in our universe. (laughs) I thought we were having
0: 100%.
1: Yeah. So I think I would have I thought she was going to be utilized to move through the multiverse in a more strategic way versus in this sense, she was she didn't really have much control over her powers. So they were sort of just bouncing around but that she was the only reason they were moving through the multiverse yeah i'm hoping moving forward since i i would have to imagine she's going to be in the next doctor strange i mean she's also training at cometage so i would have to make that assumption that she's most definitely
0: going to have to be in the next one since it's also dealing with the multiverse question and I, i you may not know this off the top of your head it's just something i'm wondering now is she a young avenger i don't know Actually. We'll look that one up for you guys and put that in the blog, because I don't know off the top of my head. Obviously, you know, we have Billy Tommy. Well, but to be fair, anybody could almost be a Young Avenger. You know, Marvel doesn't have to stay, stay to it. So it's very possible she's an additional player. Oh, for sure. I just wasn't sure if, like, comic-wise, you know, she had precedence in the Young Avengers roster. I don't know off the top of my head. That was just a random thought that popped up while, <laughs> while you were talking, because I was like, oh, if she's in the next Doctor Strange, maybe she's going to be in some other properties as well.
1: No, but I will say she definitely will probably be in the next Doctor Strange. Oh, I for would sure. assume where I thought she was going to be in this film might be where she's in the next film, Yeah, where she has a little more like of that control, and they are utilizing her to move through multiverses more directly, rather than... Because the multiverse is a mess, I keep saying because through the multiverse, the universe is of the multiverse, because the multiverse will be a mess at this point. So I could see her being utilized in that way in the next film, but that's definitely where I thought she'd be in this one. Either way, I loved her. I thought she did an amazing job. So I'm I'm excited to see what they do with her moving forward.
0: Yeah. One other thing I just thought of multiverse related as you were talking about them kind of going through the the different universes. Where was the Watcher? That was one thing that I was expecting the whole time. Now that we've gotten Captain Carter, which actually really quick, and this is like not super related to the multiverse, but I was thinking about this the other day. That universe with the Illuminati, then, are we to assume that that's the universe that we saw in What If? Because she's not necessarily Captain Carter in every universe, so, like... Yeah, but there's still other ones where she is Captain Carter. Okay, I guess I just wasn't sure if, like, like in how many universes it's Steve who takes the serum versus Peggy. You know what I mean? Well, there's not really any telling. I, I'm My issue is, is I think that
1: maybe we need to take a step back from what we thought was going to be a much bigger representation of what if yeah just because i think that this film moved away from that even even we thought we were getting evil strange we sort of did we didn't really get the version that we saw in what if so i would have to say that was just kind of a a play i think that tied in less which to be fair i think you know going into all this we kind of were unsure how deeply will it tie into what if because what if already has a season two you know like Yeah. We do already have other things going on. So to answer your question about the Watcher, does the Watcher actually exist or are we the Watcher? Is that the whole point?
0: I mean, he looked like a physical being when he was fighting Ultron and I wasn't fighting Ultron. So to me, he's an actual character.
1: But a lot of people are also talking about the fourth wall being broken, which Wanda did during this film. And Ultron Vision does during What If... Where he's like, it's so quiet, and then he turns around. And he's like, "Wait, there's somebody here," and he's like staring into your soul. So a lot of people, it's kind of the idea of: Are we the watcher throughout all of this? Are we see starting to see things? Are the cracks starting to form where it's almost coming into in our in a weird way our universe? I'm not sure if we have to assume that the watcher will actually appear in our MCU,
0: unrelated to what if at least right now yeah no that's a super fair argument I think what I would like is that he's an actual character because I think that's just like a super powerful I mean yes he got his butt handed to him by Ultron Vision but like who didn't but that's a super powerful character that they kind of have in their back pocket that I would really like to see however like I don't know how that fits in then with like Kang and like what happened in Loki and like Now they moved up Ant-Man, which we all know Kang the Conqueror is in. So, like, there's that. Maybe that's going to be more of a multiversal play than we thought related to the quantum realm. I think a lot of people are just confused
1: on where we're at right now because we're, like, right on the edge of this whole multiverse thing and we just keep standing right on the edge. Yeah. We're not getting pushed into it, but, like, I think this film really thought— everybody really thought we were going to— We're once again standing on the edge. We don't quite know when we're going to get exactly what we think. Yeah. But that being said, now we have this end credit scene. And I think we should get right into that because I think this is really to show us what we think the direction might be for future films. So I think we thought, and I know we said this last episode, it felt like this film was a standalone. It felt like it didn't really fit in properly with any other MCU works, including the first Doctor Strange. but. I do think now it was a stepping stone to get us to Doctor Strange 3, which obviously with that end credit scene, we've been confirmed that we are getting Clea, which for those of you who don't know, actually Doctor Strange ends up marrying her eventually, and which is big because this film was really big with Christine and him moving past Christine finally in pretty much every universe, being like, oh, we just never were meant to work out. Yeah.
0: So... That's big for the future of his character alone, let alone, you know, where that takes us. And just a little bit of quick background around the character of Clea. As Caitlin mentioned, he does end up marrying her. She's kind of the love of his life in the comics, but she's also the sorceress supreme of the Dark Dimension, so she's a super powerful sorceress in her own right. And interestingly enough, if you remember the Dark Dimension, that's the place of Dormammu. She is actually Dormammu's niece, so think all the way back to Doctor Strange one. She's the niece of that creature that he kind of traps with the time stone. So that's an interesting little familial tie as well. Yeah, and I I think with Clea, what's
1: going to be interesting is I think we might get a little bit more of a comic book accurate storyline. And that's not to say anything with our other stories, but obviously the MCU has to pick and choose in some places where we go because it doesn't always make the most sense. But I do think we can expect to see the Doctor Strange and Clea. Uh, relationship play out in what in what comes but interestingly enough as well If those of you who are comic book fans caught the incursion thing that was mentioned by her, that leads into, and I couldn't remember last episode, but it leads into Secret Wars, which is where if this is going in that direction, which right now it might be, and it looks like it could be, is going to essentially be that clarity of that this is what phases four through six are going to be. Obviously, we will get into Secret Wars in its own. We can give much more detail on its own episode because it is a whole thing to get into and we can kind of get into where all the characters are in that in that storyline, but definitely do some research on it on your own as well because it's going to be really interesting and I think that's where we can expect to go. What I will say is what sucks a little bit is I expect we're getting more of that from Doctor Strange 3. Well, guess what? That is not slated. So, as of right now, it's
0: not slated. <laughs> I know. I was literally just about to say, you know, I really hope we don't have to wait another six years for the next Doctor Strange movie. Well, and especially because it's
1: going to essentially be the biggest point of it. Yeah. Is gonna is the big thing. Is, Doctor, there really aren't, other than I think maybe Ant-Man, there really aren't things slated that are going to have to deal with the multiverse or
0: shouldn't. Theoretically, well, there's also Loki season two. And what if? Like, I don't think they're going to be the culminating points by any means, but hopefully there'll be steps along the path. Like you kept, you were saying like, you know, we're on the edge, we're on the edge, and we have been on the edge basically since, you know, mid-July of 2021, because they've basically just been taking baby steps. But I could see those two properties being kind of more baby steps as we are trying to reach whatever the culminating point is. But to your point, movie-wise, it's really just Doctor Strange 3 and then Ant-Man that are going to directly relate. Exactly. And I think the issue with that is if we are moving towards
1: Secret Wars, it's going to be interesting since we kind of need Doctor Strange, especially Doctor Strange 3, to take place (laughs) for us to really move there Um, and for it to bring in the rest of the characters properly and get another big culmination like we saw with Infinity War and Endgame. So... I think it'll be interesting, but like I said, you have to pretty much wait until we get Doctor Strange 3 to really
0: go and wonder where we're gonna end up. Which, if you think about it timing wise, and you know, I don't know that they're necessarily gonna take the full mirroring of phases 1 through 3, but that took 11 years from Iron Man to, you know, Endgame. So, uh, could we t- be in for another, you know, 11 year run? In which case, We're only in year two, waiting another five or six years for Doctor Strange 3, give that another couple years leading up into whatever, you know, if it is a Secret Wars related kind of culmination, that pretty much puts us at the 10-11 year mark. But I will say,
1: to argue that point slightly, we were doing 11 years with maybe two or three movies a year. We have had how much content, eight possibly, including shows, in the past year alone, So when you almost double your content, I expect the speed of things to become just as fast. You're putting out just as much content in a shorter time frame. So not that I'm like, oh, give it to me
0: right this second, but arguably if you're giving us this much. To counterpoint your counterpoint, as you actually mentioned this before, phases one through three were so focused. They knew where they were going. And I think even though we're getting more properties, phase four is so chaotic that they're going to take the same amount of time to actually focus themselves into something culminating because they don't have that focus right now. I don't disagree, but I think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot
1: because I, unfortunately, and I know if you've listened to our reactions to this movie, we weren't, you know, in love with what we got. It was not, I think, what anybody expected for whatever reason whether you were a cameo person and expected more of those or even if you were just like us and just expected it to pick up after no way home and it like didn't (laughs) but I think directionally a lot of people this was a slap in the face for a lot of fans and I think if they don't orient themselves a little better soon I do think waiting that long you're going to see people start to alienate themselves from or become alienated because we love marvel but they're hiring their expectations and therefore we expect more from them so i do i do wonder if you wait too long to give us more answers to what this film was supposed to have answered are <laughs> what are you doing to the fan base
0: yeah i mean that's that's fair it'll be interesting you know i think to your point none of the properties for the rest of the year are really gonna really gonna focus on this so You know, this is gonna be one of those like backburner, slow burner things for the rest of this year. I believe I saw that Ant Man was moved up into the early slot next year. They swapped Ant Man and the Marvels. So early 2023, we will hopefully get a continuation of this storyline. I think Loki season two is set for early next year as well, or mid next year, or sometime next year. So we're gonna kind of re pick up this thread next year. But knowing that, and that we have some time for it to, you know, maybe percolate in an end credit scene or something between now and then, because I don't think you can totally drop that thread, because that would be very detrimental. What do you think is going to happen with the multiverse. Where is it going from here now that we have more questions than we have answers? I think,
1: and not to repeat where I've been for the past year, essentially, I think where I thought multiverse of madness was going to go is where I think the multiverse in the future is going to be going. I think we're finally going to get, especially probably in Doctor Strange 3, the real chaos of the multiverse of madness. We're going to sit there and be in it. We're going to see what the dangers of being in the multiverse and moving around in the multiverse really are. And I think this kind of goes back to my point of, I thought this was going to be very multiverse related film. And instead they almost use the Scarlet Witch as that, well, at least we have a villain kind of pro- like thing to it, where I think if you took her out and not that I want you to take her out because I love her, but if you had taken her out and you allowed it to be more of a, even if it was a chase through the multiverse, it wasn't as focused on the the villain side of it. And we got to see more of the multiverse. I think that would have made a difference, but because it was so focused on her and that's not a problem for me in this case, but for the multiverse and what we expected to get from it, I do think that was a an issue. And so I'm thinking, Doctor Strange 3, I, I'm expecting us to really hit in that multiverse more. Not be within one of them for an entire 20-30 minutes of the film, but be going throughout them, seeing people, seeing the actual repercussions of the multiverse, which we never got in this film. We don't know... Honestly, we came back to our universe and it was like, for once, our universe was pleasantly untouched. Yeah, I- ironically. Other than the cat, the Darkhold castle, which was way off and like, who knows where. So, you know, there wasn't really a repercussion on our universe, which is why I think I kept saying No Way Home had higher stakes as far as the multiverse went. It felt like it did. So I'm, I'm feeling that the multiverse in the future, that's where it's going to be in Doctor Strange 3. We feel it in our universe, finally, that there's high stakes in the multiverse being open and what it actually means, who, where, everything, you know, it answers the, the simple W's that we learned in elementary school. That's what I'm expecting from the multiverse.
0: Yeah, I actually really, really love that explanation because this whole time, you know, I harped on this and I harped on it last episode. I harped on it, you know, for 10 minutes today too. the idea of like not getting that culminating piece of Loki. And I, I was halfway through my explanation today when I realized, you know, I guess because Loki opened the multiverse, Loki the show, not necessarily just Loki the person, but Loki opened the multiverse, technically this whole movie is a culmination of Loki in the sense that like now there are other universes to go visit. But I was, there was still something that doesn't quite, didn't quite feel like that culminating point from Loki or that, or that direct consequence from Loki. But I love the way you said it didn't affect our universe. And that's so true, because Loki has still not affected our universe with the multiverse. So yes, it's there. And yes, there's a multiverse out there. But it has not really, to your point, other than No Way Home, had any ramifications on 616. And so until I see that, I'm gonna feel unfulfilled in that way, because you built up something crazy that... Does not affect the universe that Tony died in. Does not affect the universe that Cap, you know, lived in. At least the ones that we have known and loved for the past 10, 15 years.
1: Well, and actually, you kind of made me think, the whole idea with the incursion is, obviously it's pretty much when two universes combine and one either destroys the other or they both become destroyed at the end of the day. That is a high stake. Yeah. To stop an incursion that might be also heading straight towards our universe... That is a high stake. That is what I pretty much expected M.O.M. to be. Yeah. Was because of what Doctor Strange did in No Way Home, something got triggered in the multiverse, and now we need to save our universe because essentially we've got universes colliding and, you know, doors are open everywhere and we've just got pure chaos. That is madness, as I've said before. (laughs) Didn't get that from this. And I don't know. I think maybe if they would have said this was like, part one and we had it for sure part two i would have been like okay because you know what for those of you who have ever watched twilight or harry potter i'm using both of them as examples the to cover games. yes hunger games well i never actually watched the rest of the films but Neither did I. i'm but using them out there <laughs> yeah i'm using them as great examples for the the millennial and gen z listeners because you are the people who probably were the ones really in the theaters for all of these when they split the last book into two films, it feels like part one. Breaking Dawn, part one. Deathly Hollows, part one. <laughs> I don't even know what the last one for, for Hunger Games is called anymore. Mockingjay, Jade, part one. It felt like a lead up. It didn't feel like the culmination battle point. You know, every, the whole battle's happening. Everybody, you know, those are my favorite films of all of them, too, is always the last one where the big battle's happening. So the first one, you're just sitting there like, Oh, okay, but I know the next film, and then you're, like, sitting there waiting for the next film for two years, and you're like, okay, but I know that is what this felt like. This felt like a part one. Yeah. And that we didn't actually get what we all came and thought we were getting, and that's going to be Doctor Strange 3 now. Now the stakes are high. Now that they've explained the multiverse enough, and they took Wanda out for what, for now, because Secret Wars, there's a whole storyline with her as well, (laughs) but for now they took her out as a big player and all of the chaos that happened in this one was the setup for the bigger chaos in the third one.
0: Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think my personal perspective on what's going on with the multiverse, I think we're going to continue to get small steps in the shows. I think you obviously have to address it in Loki Season 2. It directly affects the characters. The Loki that we saw take the Tesseract and enter the TVA in Episode 1 is now in the wrong universe, like... You know, so clearly there's going to be some very important multiversal steps taken in that show. I think I'm hoping that what if season two really, now that it's part of it has been transferred to live action, I hope it does a more concerted effort to tie itself in with the live action shows now that it's not just this like random animated show that we don't know how it fits in we know it fits in now and we kind of have an idea of where I hope that they're more explicit about that now I wouldn't be upset seeing 616 in an animated version and so that's obviously going to continue to show us different universes I wouldn't be upset if they actually number themselves in the show now that we've gotten that kind of pattern thanks to Christine and then I think the movies are really going to be the spot where we're going to take the big steps you know I think obviously quantum mania is going to be huge Now thinking about it, I'm almost wondering if the reason that the multiverse has been so restrained up until this point is because there's going to be a quantum realm element to it that has not been brought in yet, and they're waiting for Ant-Man for that to happen, and that's the reason why Ant-Man was moved up. So I'm wondering if we're going to take bigger steps in Ant-Man quantum mania than I think we thought we were. Quite frankly, I straight up forgot what Ant-Man 3 was about until about 20 minutes ago. And then I was like, wait a minute, came the Conqueror's in that. Like, that's going to be a very important movie. So I think we're going to take a lot of steps in Ant-Man. And then, you know, to your point, Doctor Strange 3. I'm wondering, too, if maybe there's going to be something, a multiversal element, perhaps, in the Fantastic Four. If they choose not to go the route where they're getting their powers and doing that for the third time in the last 20 years, maybe they choose that they already have their powers in this universe, and they're dealing with that. Because we've now seen that A. Reed Richards knows about the multiverse, is familiar with the multiverse, Why then couldn't ours, you know? So I think there's definitely lots of opportunities. I cannot get more specific than that about where I think this is going because quite frankly, Marvel has given us very little about what is happening. I think Secret Wars is a really good direction to take research wise, because I think, you know, there's a lot of things that are going to tie in there that make it a very viable kind of overarching umbrella storyline. But other than that, I'm with Katie on this one, I can't get more specific for you guys, because I don't have enough information.
1: Yeah, I definitely think too, I know, they just went on their big Marvel retreat to plan the next 10 years. So I am also wondering with that, if we're going to get You know, maybe some more answers to what's, like, coming up. Because, I mean, to be fair, when when Phase 4 was released, I mean, we're more than halfway through Phase 4. From what we know is slated and coming up, like, we're reaching that deadline very quickly of what we actually have. So it shouldn't be too long before we start getting some more news on some of the things down the road. Obviously, like I said, they set up Doctor Strange 3, so we're obviously getting one. But it's going to be, is it only going to be Doctor Strange 3, or are we getting more to it? There is a a lot of rumors going around since Lizzie just signed a seven-year contract. What's going to happen with the Scarlet Witch? Obviously, she's not dead. You can't just kill a witch by putting a freaking thing over top, like crushing her under
0: rocks. Also... And here's my here's my rule for character deaths. If I don't see a body, they are not dead, period. Well, yeah,
1: and I mean, they wouldn't kill off one of the most prevalent ca- I mean, she's grown, and she's finally reached that bigger point, so I think there's you're not going to kill off, especially if you are going in the Secret Wars direction, or if we're still on a back burner for House of M., we're that you're obviously not going to kill her off for that either. Although House of M is a lot more mutant related, so I do think that would if we do that, that's a lot further down the road because we don't even have mutants right now. Well, well, technically, WandaVision made her kind yeah, of, yeah, but technically, on we don't have like that we know of real mutants, yes, besides hers and well, was Pietro, yikes, yeah, <laughs> um, but. We might be having a solo film coming up with her. That's been a lot of rumors going around. So you do have a lot, some mystical stuff that they've already slightly confirmed, or at least you can make assumptions about. So I would have to think. You know, we we do have to sit back a little bit. It's going to be hard because I think we thought we were getting more from this. I mean, I'm looking forward to She Hulk and Miss Marvel, but I'm. It's going to be a little hard to sit there through those and be like, okay, but the multiverse. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, Yeah Even Thor Love and Thunder I'm very excited for But I'm also still Gonna sit there And be like But what about The Maldives <laughs> Like where are we With that storyline Because we've been Sitting here Waiting for it For so long now And they just keep Keep knocking down Dominoes But the dominoes Aren't knocking down The
0: rest of the dominoes You know <laughs> Like <laughs> Yeah it's like They're they're missing one Yeah And so it just Kind of falls flat Because exactly. then you have To wait for someone To knock another domino And Yeah This is the last thing I want to say about the multiverse. You know, I think you and I talked a lot, probably on air, but I definitely know we had this conversation off air about the idea that multiverse of madness, like what if it closes the multiverse and, you know, there's nothing to talk about. I think we can safely say that it definitely did not (laughs) take the multiverse off the table for the rest of the universe and moving forward. So I think... You know, as much as we've kind of been very critical about this film, that's one thing that it kind of has to its merit, is that it didn't, you know, open it and immediately shut it. It did give us a lot of opportunities to be in the multiverse and, like, really sink our teeth in, you know, in the future and in other properties. So in that way, I'm happy because, you know, we have more multiverse to come because there's just really unlimited storytelling that you can do with that. So that's good and that's exciting for sure. Well, and I actually think
1: to close out with that the the way that the multiverse was done in the Illuminati timeline and the way it was talked about because of how aware they are about it i almost wonder if we're never going to see it fully close again because and i know that i know this was talked about on the podcast and i said and i know it was me who kept saying Are they going to keep it over open forever? Because like, how is that going to work? What are like, I do expect, and I know I said, I do expect them to close it, but we will be seeing repercussions. Now, it comes down to what uh, the incursion and secret wars and all of that builds through. But I will say, if they keep it open, that's not like abnormal. That's why they're, they're named different Earths and different, you know, that's why we are Earth 616, you know, because... Other worlds are aware of the multiverse and have been. So that almost takes my question, or almost answers, I think, maybe your question about the TVA as well. Not every universe probably has a TVA. Because at the end of the day, there are probably plenty of universes that have existed all this time that just don't necessarily, like, they have variants, but it's, it's like, whatever. It happens, it creates a new timeline. You know? I think there might not be a TVA. You know, it's it's complicated because we don't know, but I do think the multiverse itself will stay open. And I think we'll continue to always possibly see the repercussions of it forever. Yeah. And I mean, think about it. It's the best way to almost have a built-in scapegoat for everything.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. I really want to quickly want to circle back. I don't want to get into a whole Loki conversation because we could go for another six episodes on Loki prior to the seven we've already done or in addition to the seven we've already done. I am still struggling with, and this is, this also relates to Doctor Strange, but I am struggling with when the multiverse was created because according to Loki and the rules that Michael Waldron is now regretting, the multiverse did not exist until episode six of Loki.
1: Yeah. However, I don't, I think Doctor Strange almost single-handedly just undid that. In my opinion, because of the way that these mal i mean first off, America has existed and gone through multi or universes in the multiverse for how many years, so we would have to assume that Loki happened well America was what five or six probably when her- she accidentally sent her moms through the into the multiverse. I would say closer to seven or eight, but yeah well but it's still getting... You see what I mean? It's getting muddy. Yeah. And I think that's why he's starting to say I'm very much regretting what I put into Loki as far as the rules of the multiverse because they supposedly were at the end of time. However, I'm confused because it does seem that other multiverse or other universes in the multiverse are well-established and America's been sh- traveling throughout all of them without a care in the world. She's just kind of like, ha ha ha, here I go. She said herself she's been to about... 71 or 72 different multiverse Or universes in the multiverse And at the end of the day for her I counted that as not just like going through them I counted that as she was in them She spent time there She has rules And found pizza Yeah, exactly exactly. (laughs) But that's what I mean Like she has rules to how she goes about In a universe, a new universe And she talks about Oh, you know, a lot of places have free food I don't really know why yours doesn't It's kind of weird Like she's established And has been throughout different universes, which almost to me, I have to look back and be like, so
0: they all have always existed. That is what I get. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I'm pushing back on you is because I doesn't jive with Loki. Like, your argument, totally logical, totally makes sense. The girl grew up going through multiverses. The only way that it makes sense in conjunction with the rules of Loki is, like, if time moves differently. In the multiverses, so like maybe they were, you know, if we're, if we're gonna look at the, the Loki graphic that they give us where we have the sacred timeline, we have the branches. Maybe when they reach the red line, they obviously started wherever the variant happened or whatever branched off from our timeline. So they have that bit of history before they're even technically a solid universe, right? And then maybe if the time moves differently, all of those events could have happened in the short space of time that since Loki and Sylvie did what they did. Or, and here's a thought for you, maybe because they were at the end of time and time does not exist, just by allowing the multiverses to exist or, like, opening the multiverses, they were then creating all of those backstories and histories. Like, it doesn't necessarily just start from that point, but, like, maybe it did, and then it reached multiverse point where it's like, okay, it's its own, but then... Basically, from that point on, it, like, accelerates so that, like, there's an entire history. That's the only way – like, I'm not saying that's it, but that's the only way I can make it make sense in my head. Well, here's what I am going to say. Taking out what Wong technically never said,
1: because in the trailer, he says you open the doors to the multiverse. However, that obviously never actually was said in, in, <laughs> in the film. I'm so angry. <laughs> if we take that line out, since I guess it's not really canon, because it wasn't said in the film – It's To what I get is kind of, I I think, and this brings what if into this as well. The whole point of what if is what if this happened instead of this, which is what I, like that would make a variant technically in TVA terms. Right. But if those were never stopped, those would be the branches coming off of our universe. Right. Which therefore are the other universes if they're never stopped. So all the way back when Peggy became because that would have already been a what if moment, right? Mm-hmm. In the Illuminati universe, that's a what if moment is Peggy t- is the one who took the serum. Yeah. So that universe could be based off of that and could have been in existence for all this time because that that kind of goes to my point of does the TVA exist in all universes? It might not. Because why would they never have gotten a hold of America for one? The girl's literally moving throughout the universe is changing things by just interacting with people. Yeah. It's it's very confusing. Because if you took Loki out of it, it'd be a little more, it actually would be, it would make more sense if you took Loki out of it. But because of, to the writer's point, he made too many of a strict rule, and now it's hard to explain other, other things, essentially.
0: So let me just quickly, and then, and then I think we'll probably call it a day on our multiverse portion of our reactions. Just to make sure I'm totally wrapping my head around what you said. The idea that, depending on where in our sacred timeline, the variant point happens. It will have given it time to establish. So the idea that in nineteen, you know, forty-one or forty two, whatever it is, Peggy took the serum instead of Steve, because then that happened all the way back in the forties and it reached multiversal level, it hit the red line, it now has approaching eighty years. Well, they're in twenty twenty three. So yeah, eighty years of history that was already created once it hit the red line so if some of these dr strange variants happen like say for example a variant happened in like early in his life like when he was a teenager or something but he still becomes dr strange like then there's all that history is that what you're saying
1: yes pretty much is like i'm taking the logic that what if gave us is you know when the one thing that goes different happens i'm now applying that to you know, it opens its own timeline, essentially. Right. And it's going to obviously be different than what was supposed to have happened. So if the TBA doesn't necessarily exist in every single timeline, then they just grow and grow and grow and grow. But, you know, that's why maybe if you do even consider what Wong said, even though it's not technically canon in the film – they might have still been growing. That's not to say that they necessarily could interact with one another. They could be growing off like tree branches. That isn't to say that they all interact until they start to get too messy. You could have still opened it, but I don't know. It's very confusing because you there's no set way of thinking, unfortunately. And the set way of thinking I'm starting from Loki. I'm starting to think doesn't actually accurately apply to what we're starting to see. Yeah.
0: Well, that hurts my brain like the multiverse always does. (laughs) And until Marvel comes out with a straight-up guide to the multiverse, I don't know. I mean, I guess technically our theory still holds water. It wasn't completely debunked. So we thought we got confirmation that we were right. We were boasting about it. Now we have to retract our boast because while not wrong, technically, we're also not proven right. So there's that. But hopefully this was a good conversation around maybe some clarity around the multiverse even though we have very little i don't even know i don't even know but anyway we'll be continuing to cover the multiverse as it approaches or as it's included in different properties moving forward so you should definitely subscribe to our show if you want to hear more about the multiverse in Shows and movies coming down the pike. You can also find our blog, which is linked in the show notes, which will have things that we researched after this show and also extra supplemental details that we forgot, corrections, all of the good stuff. Last but not least, you can find us on Spotify, which is also linked in the show notes, where we have one playlist for the music and the shows and the movies, and also playlists playlist for each individual show, and one playlist for all of our episodes that relate to the movies. And check out the Twitter at Let's Talk MFT. All of our blogs
1: and podcast episodes go up on there, so if you want just a one easy spot to find everything, all the links will be there, along with any thoughts, rumors, things that we've come up with, or other people have come up with that we're retweeting or liking, sharing to any degree, will also all be there. And then coming down the pike, we have an episode coming up that we will talk about Secret Wars, since we're kind of expecting hopefully that's where we're going and we're maybe getting a little bit of direction so we'll give you guys some background on that and where we think all of these characters will play in to that storyline because right now we don't really have a too too much until I would say June but Marvel just blew your mind so let's talk about it.